Hey, Scott! <laughs> oh, sorry, we uh, just... we're back. We are we, back. You you know how long it's been? I don't give a fuck how long it's been, but you tell me anyway, because <laughs> I know it's gonna make me really sad. It was uh, Age of Ultron. That's oh, the last time man, we, we were such different people. Were we, we still were. were we still trying to like like it? Uh, yeah, I think we were. We were making a lot of excuses for it. Yeah, kind of, kind of Iron Man two style. Like it was, you know, it was trying to do different stuff, like not be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I, I, uh, I defend. I still, I will still defend a lot of the ideas that are in it. It's just yeah. that it's not a whole. It's not a real movie. That's yeah, the problem. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm still their bitch. I still saw it three times. Yeah. Like I don't want to. I don't want to pretend that I'm over it. I only saw it the once. I saw it three times, but it was circumstance it was always because like my nephew wanted to see it or um like a friend was like i haven't seen it yet and i don't want to see fury road because like i'm stupid i've only seen fury road once oh i know i bought it i bought it on i haven't bought a blu-ray in like years like you know what i made that noise but i think i've only seen it once so no yeah, yeah yeah But yeah, like, I have only seen it once, and I also bought it on Blu-ray, and I still haven't watched it again. Yeah, no, because who has the time to put on a Blu-ray? It's so true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I almost bought uh, – I, I was walking back from class um, on a Sunday, uh, and I um, I walked past a Best Buy, and I was like, oh, hey, a Best Buy. I'm going to go buy F- – I, I went in there to buy Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I walk in there, and I'm like, oh, my God, a Best Buy. I haven't been in here in so long. <laughs> this is some kind of novelty for you? Uh, yeah. I just, I just, I just uh, you know, there weren't. Uh, I didn't go to a Best Buy a lot over the summer, and anyway, but yeah. So like, uh, I go to a Best Buy, and there's like, you know, movies, and they had um, okay, so a bit of a history with what I've been going through. Um, my senior year of college, I was living in a house with two guys. Uh, I think maybe listeners were able to infer this. I never like flat out told my living situation but um we had a ps2 mm. like, that's what we were rolling with we had a ps2 that i had from like 12 years ago and we were like i'm not fucking buying a new system are you, you know what i mean right uh but my roommates that i'm living with now have a ps4 whoa like they just already had one yeah i and have we, one too and i was like just spazzing <laughs> out i'm like this i could I could play Arkham Knight. I could. This changes everything. <laughs> and I'm like, I can buy Blu-rays now. So I was, I was gonna buy Fury Road on Blu-ray, and but then, and I almost, I almost, I almost DM'd you. Um, I saw uh, the Rogue Cut for uh, oh. for Days of Future Past on Blu-ray yeah. because when it came out, I was like, well, that doesn't apply to me because like I don't, I don't buy Blu-rays, and I don't want to, I don't want to download Fury Fury Road. I don't want to download the Rogue Cut, you know. Yeah. But, so I almost bought it, but I didn't. I just bought Fury Road. But how – have you seen it? I haven't watched it yet because uh, you know that movie night thing that I do with my friends? Absolutely. Um, which you're going to have to come down to now at some point. Maybe for Road three Cut. hours away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, at some point we're going to do that one because my friend Quentin had – he uh, – he worked at a movie theater um, for like five years or some shit. I don't Damn. know. It was a long time. And congrats uh, on working anywhere for five years. Yeah. Uh, and 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 so um, when he while he was there, he ended up in a relationship 
with someone. Anna Paquin. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. And, uh, uh, but, but yeah, so, so he got in a relationship with someone and she was promoted and he was not. And then they broke up and he was promptly let go. Um, oh, damn. And so then there was a period of time of like a year or a year and a half where he did not go to the movies, period. Because it was just like the sting was, you know, there's a pain that can't be spoken. Right, right. And we have three theaters in town, but two of them are owned by the same company and like employees constantly like swap back and forth and swap around. Gotcha. he, He never wanted to go to one of those theaters because... Uh, he didn't want to run into her or anyone else he knew. And then he never went to, uh, the third theater in town because it was just like really inconvenient for him to go. So he just didn't see any movies for like a year and a half. Damn. Um, so a lot of good movies. Yeah, I know. So days of future past is one of those that fell through the cracks. Um, yeah, sure. he didn't, he didn't, uh, break his streak until guardians of the galaxy. That was the first movie he saw in a theater for like a year and a half. That broke a lot of people's streaks. Yeah. Um, that's sort of like that in Jurassic world were sort of like, I never go to the movies, but I saw that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, so, so days of future past is going to be a, a movie night movie when he is free. Cause he has a very demanding job right now. So he hasn't been Sweet. To- well, I'm glad he's employed again. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like it sounds he's like, he's not so much because it's a terrible job. But okay, you know. yeah. But <laughs> hey, but I'm, I'm glad he's making a go of it. I mean, you know, being unemployed and relationship ending are two of the big things that can happen to a young person, and both of them happening at once. I mean, they they couldn't have been easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have I, do do I know this person? Quit. No, you don't know Quentin. Not yet. Um, okay. Not yet. But when you know, when you when you meet him, you'll never be able to forget him. He okay. He makes an impression. <laughs> nice. Um, you'll like him though. He's a great guy. He oh, just cool. he he makes an impression. <laughs> nice. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So 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 no, I haven't seen the road cut either because I figured, well, if I'm gonna re- if I'm gonna watch Days of Future Past again for Quentin, let's make it a little interesting. Let and, that, uh, let that be his first time seeing it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. See, see if he's like that. Rogue stuff felt really unnecessary, <laughs> right? Right. So, uh, so, so, so long. Long answer to a short question. Uh, no, I have not. Yeah, that was a that was a good movie, man. It was a great movie. I I'm really excited about uh, Apocalypse, especially now that like there's images of them like fixing Apocalypse, like the way he looks. Yeah. Like they're making him look more like the comic book character in post, and I'm like, oh, th- oh thank God, thank I'm, you guys. <laughs> I'm just really excited uh, to see Oscar Isaac play that character. I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac play any character ever for the <laughs> yeah. end of time. Oh my God, have you see, have you read uh, have you read the uh, uh, Shattered Empire yet? The first issue. Oh uh, yeah, the Greg Rucka book. I have. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so I okay spoilers for Shattered Empire. Um, <laughs> yeah. That moment where. Those two like rebel, like the married couple, are talking, uh-huh. and she's like, "You know, you be careful out there, Mister Dameron." I like literally stood up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "There is, oh my god!" And like, I yeah. just like punched the air. It was a really subtle way of tying it into Force Awakens. Yeah, and that's and that's my jam. Um, yeah, and oh, so uh, catching up, I, I I attended Force Friday, right. 
Um, I was like, I was, uh, I, I just got done breaking 108 with you. Yeah. Um, and so, like, we decided that we were killing off Elliot, and, <laughs> and we were like, good, good, good meeting. And so, <laughs> and it was like 11. Guys, we're not doing that. We're not okay, doing yeah. that. That's fine. And so, I was like, oh, I should go to this thing, because, like, I'm in Chicago. There's a Target that's, like, a 10-minute Uber right away. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I don't, I don't care what Devin Farachi says. Is, I'm, I'm going to go. It, it, is that a thing that you do a lot? The Uber is. The oh, Ubering? I'm so bad. I'm so bad at it. Oh, really? It's I I, ha- I have to start doing it less because it's it's too convenient. Uh huh. Um, you know, like it's like, oh man, it's like a 45 minute um ride on the on the train, but it's a 10 minute Uber. But it's like Nick, you already paid for the card. Like you should be using the train. Or um, <laughs> I have a I I get up. I have to be up for work at like 5:30. Uh huh. And so, you know, if I wake up at like six, I'm already going to be late. Yeah. So, like, I call an Uber. Oh, man. I know. It's, it's so, it's so but bad. But isn't Uber expensive? It can be expensive. Um, going from work to home or home to work, on average, it's like 12 bucks. Oof. Cause that's like, that's like an hour of work that you just like you basically work for free, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, You're uh, like, oh, now that I think of it like yeah. that, oh no, I know. But I, I, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But like that first week, man, you know, because like I wasn't used to getting up that early. Yeah, sure, um, sure, sure. I haven't gotten up. That it's early also since... a new toy kind of thing. Yeah, you it's, know? It's, it's totally a new toy. So like, I'm Ubering to the Target on Forest Friday, uh-huh. uh, running through the six with my was, and. <laughs> <laughs> just like Drake did. He went to Forest Friday. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to get uh, a Captain Phasma for me. But mm-hmm. then I, I told myself that I was there to get like a Lego set for my nephews. Because my ne- well, really just one of my nephews. One of them's 12 and he just, he's over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, he likes basketball. But one of them's still a kid. Okay. And so I was like, I'm going to get him like a, a Lego set. And so I go to Forest Friday. It was a line, but everyone was really like nice it wasn't like you know it wasn't like black friday it was forest friday right and so i get there and i don't see any captain phasmas but i do see a kylo ren so i I grab a kylo ren okay and i'm like yay i have a kylo ren and it was like the black like legendary series or whatever the fuck right right right. and so i'm looking at the uh the lego sets and they're like 70 bucks yeah lego sets are they're yeah. so fucking expensive. And the cheap say. ones are, are lame. It's like, here's yeah. Ch- here's Chewbacca's house from the Christmas special. It's 10 bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, them. well, it's not only that. It's like the cheap ones are like, uh, are like here, this one's $20. Oh, how many parts of it? Uh, it's like 20. It's like 20 parts. It's like not it's even. It's like 20 parts. It's like a dollar a part. Che- That's... Like C-3PO is like a gold piece. Right. That's you C-3PO. Like, yeah, it, 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 any of the $20 sets will take you, like, exactly, like, three and a half minutes to yeah. build. <laughs> and then you stare at it. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, well, that I was did. $20. I did it. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, oh, I have an idea. Like, I don't – what am I going to do with this? I'm going to put it on my on my desk, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I looked around, and I found a Finn. And I was like, oh, sweet. So I got Finn and Kylo Ren, and I'm like, I'll, ju- I'll just – I'll just send these to my nephews because I already did the fun part. Right. Like I already did the funnest part for me, which is like going out and finding them and like, you know, and and looking at all the cool new stuff. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want the toys. I just wanted to like do the thing. Sure. So, um, I haven't, uh, my next day off, I'm going to mail them 
to my nephews and I haven't, I, it's going to be a surprise. And, um, my mom was like, just wait until, until their birthdays, their birthdays were in November. And I'm like, no, I kind of want to just give them a, a spontaneous, no reason gift. Like, I feel like that's kind of your job as an uncle. Yeah. When it's your, when it, when, when it's your birthday, it's like you expect gifts and it's just like, well, that's not a surprise. Yeah. But when you're just like, I'm going to get toys. Yeah. And I don't know. I kind of really like the idea of my nephews. Um, well, I keep saying nephews, but like the little one. Um, he's like he knows what Star Wars is, but he's not really excited about it yet. But he's interested. Mm-hmm. Like over the summer, I was home all summer, and um, that Vanity Fair came out with like every all the like the Amy Lebowitz photos, mm-hmm. and we were at HEB, and um, I bought it. And, uh, I, you know, my mom was driving because we were just taking him to the store, but I sat in the back with him and we just looked through the photos together and he was asking all these questions like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's Kylo Ren. And they were like, who's that? I'm like, I don't know who that is. It's just a weird, stupid alien. But like, (laughs) but maybe we'll know who it is like in December, you know? Uh And they were like, who's that? I'm like, oh, that's Poe Dameron. Fun fact, Poe Dameron is played by Oscar Isaac. He's from Guatemala. So he's technically the first Hispanic member cast member of star wars and he was like i don't care about that i'm like okay but i i really do (laughs) (laughs) so you can chill um so yeah Uh. but i almost bought uh aftermath but then i was reading on my phone like ign literally reviewed it while i was in line Mm -hmm. and they were like don't do it it's bad and i was literally like going to buy it like you know what is good though. I listen to the well. I listen to the audiobook because that's just how I how I read. That's how you roll. Yeah, yeah. I don't have time to do anything else. Um, but I got the audiobook for the Greg Rucka Han Solo book. Yeah, though the, those young adult books. Yeah, yeah, but they're not young adult books. That's the thing. It's oh, okay. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like they're advertising them as young adult books because they're novellas, but they don't read like young adult books. Like they just read like short novels. Okay. Um, but it was really good, and it was okay. weird because the uh, the actor, um, or I shouldn't say actor, the the voice, the reader, the reader, yeah, the reader who who was doing it, he like did a crazy good Han like Han Solo Harrison Ford impression. Hey, yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, um, and then what's really <laughs> neat, Han Solo's classic line. Yeah, hey. and then uh, and then the the uh, prologue and epilogue of the novella was set during the time of Force Awakens. So it's like oh, old damn. man Han Solo. That's cool. Yeah, so, so, super, it was super cool. And he had a different voice for both of them. Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really good, though. And, and the, the villain was a was a uh, Imperial officer, uh, a female Imperial officer with like a cybernetic eye. Like she's, she was really badass. That's dope. So you would recommend picking it up? Yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend picking that up. It was good enough. I mean, I love Greg Rucka, Greg Rucka in general. He's like mm-hmm. a, a great comic book writer and a, an amazing novelist. He wrote um, that uh, Die Hard in a Disneyland book. Yeah, he did. Yep, yep, yep. And he also wrote uh, Shattered Empire. I told my friend uh, Hunter about that because we were at a bookstore. And this is like a couple summers ago. And mm-hmm. he was like, I want a new book to read. And uh, I'm like, oh, there's a book that uh, Scott was talking about. And um, it's like Die Hard in a Disneyland. And he looked at me like I had just told him like the story of Christ for the first time. <laughs> he was like, where do I find it? And I we couldn't find it at the store, but like he ordered it on Amazon because that because that's like that's like his jam is oh, Die, Hard. Yeah. Die Hard in a place is like his favorite 
type of thing. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah I heard Alpha, I, I, Alpha was a really good book. Yeah, I heard Aftermath is not that great. Yeah, well, I've heard I've heard that it's the the author writes in a very particular way that a lot of people aren't super fond of. Um, like his prose reads more like like a like a screenwriter for some reason. Okay, um, like it lacks like all poetry and metaphor. <laughs> I can be into, I can be into that though sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then of course like none of the main characters are in it at all. Sure. Um, yeah. Which which is another thing that people were complaining about because when you tell people that oh this is the first book in a trilogy that's going to fill the gap between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, you kind of have an expectation that it's going to be characters that you're familiar with, and it's not. Yeah, um, but it's like I'm so I'm so hungry because every little bit of knowledge that I have where it's like. Oh, this is kind of the start of like the Knights of Ren, and maybe this becomes the First Order. I'm so right. down for that that I'm yeah. almost willing to read a mediocre book. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, the other big complaint that I hear, which obviously I don't agree with, is that the main character is gay, and uh, people seem to not like the homosexuals in their Star Wars stuff. Um, so sure. Okay. Well, th- those people are stupid. Yeah. That's where that's like, if you go and look at like the Amazon reviews and stuff like that and start scrolling through them, like most of it is hate speech. Most of it. Gotcha. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, you know, they'll get removed because yeah, you can't do that. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, like that first day, like I was scrolling through them and I was just like, Ugh, God, fuck but, these people. But yeah, like I was at a, I was at my local comic book store. And they had Aftermath, like, under the new releases. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, should I get this? And, uh, and yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm about to finish Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, like, fucking four books that I already yeah. have waiting. So I don't know. I think you have, like, a couple of recommendations for me that you never got to. I know I do. Yeah. Um, I still haven't read Armada. I know that's not one of the recommendations, but um Yeah, not really. Uh oh that that, that really bummed me out. <laughs> so like um I was on I was on Birth Movies Death the other day. Uh-huh. And it was when Olivia Cook was cast as Artemis for, for Ready Player One. Hey, here's a question. Last okay. time we recorded, were they still called Badass Digest? Yeah, that's how long it's been. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, I'm still getting used to it. Like, oh, so I was reading Birth Movies Death the other day. Blech, blech. Mm, mm-hmm. That didn't sound like a website. Uh, no, it does not. I get. I mean, I get. I get. I get why they did it. Um, I don't. It, why did they get it? Why did they do that? Um, because uh, a big reason was they were getting a lot of like, you know, the quality was getting so that they people wanted to uh, use them for like pull quotes and stuff. But a surprising amount of studio people just don't want to use the word Badass Digest on, like, their ads and, like, you know, on the DVD covers and stuff. Oh. Um, And also, Birth Movies Death is the name of their zine that you can get at an Alamo Drafthouse. Oh. Because they're owned by, I mean, they're not owned by, but they work with Alamo Drafthouse a lot. Right. So, like, you would pick up a Birth Movies Death at a Drafthouse and there would be that, you know... Story that Devin Faraci wrote about like Star Wars, right? Or like you know like a, re- a retrospective of Adam Sandler's filmography by Evan Sathoff, 
And Devin Faraci was basically like, okay, so we have these two things that are technically the same thing, but they're called two different things. Because it was like Birth Movies Death and Badass Digest were the same thing, but they were called two different things. So right. they were they were just like let's just let's just like call let's just change the name of the website. Yeah, that makes sense. And he was like Badass Digest. He was like it kind of that's not what we are anymore because like we try. They apparently in the early days they tried to be like here's how to make scotch or like here's the kind of sofa you can you know kind of like a lifestyle thing. Oh, because they wanted to just cover like badass stuff. Right. But then okay. that kind of fell by the wayside and they just became a movie site again. Right. And they're like, so let's just let's just call ourselves Birth Movies Death. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean it's you know, it's it's not it doesn't roll off the tongue. But No, it really doesn't. It's very it 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 it, it, it in my mouth it feels very German. Birth movies death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very abrupt and <laughs> abrasive. Oh, but um, so I was reading. Olivia Cook was cast as Artemis, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, dude, her smile." And, oh yeah, Oh, she's a she's a, she's a star. Oh uh, um, yeah, I I I've had a huge crush on her since I saw her in um, Bates, Bates Motel, Motel, where she also yeah. plays someone who's really sick. Apparently, yeah, yeah. She, apparently, she's typecast as the sick girl. Yeah, um, kind of like kind of <laughs> like Shay's, kind of like Shailene Woods, um, because that's happened once. Never, what am I saying? Um. <laughs> I was like, she's never paid anyone. She said, but yeah, Olivia Cook is a, has now had three major roles in all three. There's like something wrong with her, either mm-hmm. physically or health health wise, and she's like really kind of like it's a problem for her. Yeah, <laughs> for her character. Yeah. It's like oh, okay, so I guess that's what she does. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see her just be like. I want to just watch her like try to be like the president of like your book club or something. Yeah, um, I am. I'm. I'm glad that she took Artemis because I think she's going to be really good at that. And I'm glad that she took that over Star Wars because Tatiana uh, Mosley can now be in Star Wars. Well, uh, yes, and I think that that would be great. But also, uh, really loving the idea of the uh, what, what is her name? Uh, the the actress from. Uh, Oh, what is that show called? I don't. It all, all of these things are names, and I can't remember what they, the CW show where she gets pregnant. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Jane the Virgin. Yeah, Jane the Virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's the, what's that actress called? Uh, like Gina, Gina Tor- Rodriguez. Gina, Gina Torres. Um, <laughs> is it Gina Rodriguez? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm about. Like, to I really this. love the idea of Gina Rodriguez in a Star Wars movie. That'd be great. Cause, yeah. Well, because because you know the rumor is that they were up for the role of Han Solo's daughter, and I love the idea that that Gina Rodriguez is up for it because that means without a doubt that his daughter is not Leia's Princess daughter. Leia. Yeah. Which is really kind of neat. No, I'm <laughs> in love with the idea that he he left her standing at the altar. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like ah, that's just. I really and they think... haven't seen each other since then. Yeah, and she just like slaps him the first time. Yes, that, yeah. First time that they, first time she lays eyes on him. Absolutely. That's because like that's on. I never got the mindset of like, and they lived happily ever after. Like no, like that's so boring. Like yeah, oh yeah. Like Mara, you know, like yeah. I, I, I was never down for that even when I was a kid. Yeah, I've always hated that. Um, but yeah, but so I was reading the comments when Olivia Cook was cast. 
mm-hmm. and everyone was like, oh, what a piece of shit book Ready Player One was. I couldn't even get past the first ten pages. Like, oh, yeah, it was the worst fucking thing. I'm like, wait, why are we retconning this book being bad? Because people don't like uh, being positive about anything ever. Sure. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if Armada had anything to do with that. No, I don't think so. People hated uh, – I remember hearing people talk about how bad Ready Player One is, was a book – was as a book like when I was reading it. Sure. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like – It's good. What? It's fun. Like in what universe is this bad? Like I just don't – Yeah. Like I can understand if you don't like it, but bad? What? Yeah. Like it just doesn't – it doesn't – it doesn't click with me, but then again, you know that's that's the new that's the new normal. Is that it's not enough that you don't like a thing if you have to be right about it, which means that it has to be bad. Yeah, which is eh. no one can like Man of Steel, <laughs> right? Um, I, I was <laughs> I'm following this guy on Twitter followed me, so I'm like I'll follow you back, but I really want to unfollow him oh, because yeah. he's just like. Seeing Transformer, uh, seeing the transporter refueled for a second time, people people are so negative, and I'm like, you fucking idiot! And he's turning <laughs> he he's turning me into one of those guys. Uh, yeah, J- Jake went and saw um, uh, that movie that one. too. Yeah, yeah. And but his thing is like, apparently, he's just like really into European action movies. Like, it's just like a yeah, it's just like a weird genre fixation he has. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um. Did he so, like it? Yeah, he said he liked it, but he was like, he really, but it, but every time he talked about it, it sounded like that, where he was just like, yeah, yeah I liked it. Was, it. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was, it was good. Like, he has more to say, but he doesn't really want to say any of it. Well, you know, the only reason um, Jason Statham wasn't in it was they weren't going to give him enough money. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, we're going to make a fourth one. And Jason Statham was like, Roy. Ten million, and they were like ten thousand, and he was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> and then they're like, "Okay, get make a new one, make a new one." And so they just somebody play, get down to the lab, yeah, and make a shitty discount version of Jason Statham. You mean a shitty discount version of Nicholas Holt or whatever his name is? Yeah, that's, that's what he looks like. Oh like, I just, man, I would be down if they got Nicholas Holt. Oh, I would too, but he's probably too expensive at this point. Yeah. This guy I've never heard of or seen before. Yeah. So I imagine he was like scale. Sure. And and grateful to be getting it is what I imagine. Thank you. What's going on. Thank you. They pay, oh. me. They pay me nothing at Vogue. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I every every time I'm glad that that movie's out because now I don't have to see the trailer anymore. Sure, or it's like it he's on a, everything. Or it's like he's a dad now. Like that Frank doesn't Frank Martin doesn't have a dad. I don't think he's playing the same character. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I think he's playing a different transporter. transporter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, just give him a different name. Like it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a different name. Um, at least that's the impression that I got. Sure, I don't know. it's the impression that I get. Uh, was your ska reference for the episode? <laughs> uh, was that is the impression that that's less than Jake, right? Yeah. Okay. I, Everybody, I, get out your uh, not writing bingo sheets and mark off uh, ska if you yeah. got it. <laughs> Sam almost said mighty mighty Boston's, but mighty mighty Boston's was um, 
every fucking ska song. No, I, anytime somebody mentions Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, I think of uh, I think of that scene in Clueless. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I always think of. And then uh, I think of and then I think of uh, Baby Paul Rudd and and realize, oh, it's not really Baby Paul Rudd. He just he looks exactly the same. Yeah, not he's a fucking vampire. Uh, Ant Man was good. Ant Man was great. Loved so Ant-Man. much. I I was so worried about that movie. I I ate my words. I was completely wrong. I was. I did not think yeah. it was going to be good, but it was good. Yeah, I I, I ended up. I, it was one of my favorite movies of the summer. Mm-hmm. I would say. Um, it was. Uh, I I think it's my new favorite uh, Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, because I think the villain was better than like like I I liked it. Like I, if Guardians had a better villain, I would have liked. I, I Guardians, nothing would touch Guardians. Yeah, but. It having such a shitty, like, one-dimensional villain. Like, sure, I was just yeah. Like, um, but Ant-Man kind of, like, had it all. It was, like, really yeah, well-rounded. I wanted more of um, I, I Ought to Be Thy Adam thing, you know? Like, he was like, I should have been your, like, why, why? God, that one scene where he's like, like, why wouldn't you, like, wh- how come how come you never loved me? And, like, Hank, oh, Hank's so just good. like, because you were too much like me. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so good. It's so good. There was so much doubling in that movie. I loved yeah. it so much. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that was, it was, it was, uh, it ended up being a great script and a great movie. Yeah. And... Shout out to fucking Paul Rudd and Adam McKay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the director. And Peyton Reed, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Peyton like, Reed. Peyton ta- Reed directed the shit out of it. Talking about and, going and in. And what I was impressed by is. Uh, listening to like or reading interviews with him after the movie came out and all of the things while I was watching it where I was like, oh, 100 percent. That's an Edgar right thing. Right. It was him. It was him. A hundred. All, all always like it was the, always him. Like the uh, the particle zone or the negative zone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. None of that was in Edgar Wright's apparently. Yeah. Yeah. No, none of that was in there. And then uh, the cure reference. That wasn't that was that was Peyton Reed. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was and the, the best. Thing. Oh god, that was amazing! It was amazing! It was amazing because it was it was the kind of joke that I was like I was impressed by because it was like honest. Because okay, here's the thing, right? So <laughs> yeah. so the Cure is my favorite band of all time, and Dis- Disintegration is their most popular album of all time. And it would have been so easy for the joke to be. Uh, play Disintegration, you know, playing Disintegration by The Cure, and then playing, like, one of the hits off that album, like Love Song or yeah. whatever, <laughs> or Fascination Street or something like that. Yeah. But no, they played the first track on the album. <laughs> and yeah. I know that because I'm not big of a Cure fan. Like The level I, of I, detail to that joke. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, I, uh, what is happening? Like, really? Wow. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was what a great joke. And like, I and like love they, that so they, much. They're fighting to it, like it becomes the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. So I wish I wish it had gone on for another like minute and a half. Honestly, um, and like any, I loved how you know when um the you can tell the filmmakers know what's going to be like what you love from the movie, mm-hmm. so they just keep like hammering it in. Yeah, uh, but I feel but in a good way. I love that they knew that just the sight of giant Thomas the Tank Engine. <sighs> Was gonna so when it came out of the house, oh, so good! And then the ant runs by. Uh, What's wrong with that dog? Yeah, 
Oh God! Um, and then that whole bit—the whole bit with uh, with Michael Pena's character, like uh, talking about where he got his information. Oh, and they do like the drunk history kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, if nothing else in this movie is Edgar Wright, that's Edgar Wright. And no, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. The only thing that I was right about was the bit at the end where they end up having like the ant. They kept the ant as a pet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's. That's an that's an Edgar Wright thing because that's that's the same joke as Zombie Ed in the shed. Yeah, where they keep the thing from the adventure. Right, exactly. So yeah. I was like, okay, that's definitely Edgar Wright, and I was I think I was right about that. But that was like the only time I was right. <laughs> and such a great and, movie for kids with like multiple parents to have like in mm-hmm. their in their canon. Yeah, because because I I I know growing up for me because like I I my parents are divorced. Sure. And they divorced when I was young, and every every movie that I watched about divorced parents always ended the same way, where the stepdad got fucked over, like and then the parents got back together. Yeah, like liar liar. Remember liar liar did that. Yeah, and it was, and it was like, like, why? Why is this happening? Like the only ones that I can think of that are like, no, like they're still divorced because of you know life is uh like mrs doubtfire yeah that 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 one was good that's a good one yeah Yeah. like that oh but that one was but that one has that added weird layer where um i mean i guess this one you know i guess they're eh, they kind of have the same arcs don't they huh yeah that's weird yeah (laughs) it's just like the thing that that does bug me and and you know ant-man did the same thing but is when in the divorced parents, like one of them isn't allowed to see the kid for some reason, just because they don't have their shit together. Yeah, but I guess in Amin it makes sense because he's a fucking convict, right? That one's okay, <laughs> but I'm just thinking about Mrs. Doubtfire now, and I'm like, that's what did did he do something that so bad? Because I'm pretty sure the only thing he did was have a petting zoo at his kid's birthday party. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I afterwards when he pretended to be a woman for nine months, like, <laughs> yeah. By the way, then like, maybe, but he wasn't allowed to see his kid. Uh, yeah. Weird choice. I um, uh, I I was talking to a friend the other day, and like, imagine like you're on Facebook or something, right? And if the story of Mrs. Doubtfire was a story, a true story you read on like BuzzFeed or Vice, like it would be fucking crazy. Where it's like, oh, yeah, this fucking out of work actor wasn't allowed to see his kid, so he pretended to be a, a fucking Scottish female nanny for, like, a year. <laughs> He's a fucking sociopath. <laughs> well, remember when they did it on Arrested Development? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it was, it was, and it was super creepy yeah. and weird. <laughs> she came oh, up, she, yeah. He came up with a name, like, a whole identity. Her name was, like, Yutha Janaya Doubtfire or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But no, like, movie. as a kid, you're like, oh, Sally Field's so mean. Oh, like, I know. I know. And now you're just like, ah, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Like, she finally made a, a friend. Like, yeah. she had this this woman in her life that was, like, her confidant and, like, like, like her kids loved her and she could, they could talk about. It, and she peels off her face. <laughs> and it's her husband. Her ex-husband. Her ex-husband. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, man. Weird movie. 90s, man. Yeah, the 90s. That that every every movie was like Mrs. Doubtfire and Liar Liar. Liar Liar is really awful because Carrie Elwes is like the nicest guy, like the nicest yeah. like he he is the 
the greatest among us of human beings yeah. in that movie. And he just gets he just gets fucked over by this guy who lies constantly and has to tell the truth one day and then like everyone is like, Oh, I guess you're okay then. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. It's like yeah. okay. I hate it when like there needs to be a villain in the last like ten minutes. Yeah. And I was so worried because that actor, um, I'm blanking on his name, but he's a really good... I, every time he's in a movie, I love him. Uh, the guy that played the stepdad in Ant-Man. Um, oh, Bobby Carnivale. Yeah, Bobby Carnivale. Like, he he could be... He's been a heel in movies before. Yeah. So, like, you're watching this and you're like, fuck, you could go either way. And I was so worried that right at the very end, he's going to be like, yeah, now I'm going to shoot you, Scott, or something like that. Yeah. And I was so relieved when he just turned out to be, like, a decent dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't pierce Brosnan him or Carrie Elwes him. Yeah, he was just like a, a guy. Yeah, he was just a guy. And the, like, and that whole thing where he's like, I, I didn't do it for them. I did it for you. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that was great when he was like that. That I did for you. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're friends now. Yeah, I like. I really love uh, Bobby Cannavale. He was. Uh, he played Cupid on that on the Rob Thomas remake. Really, that was him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's dope. Oh, that could have been like his big thing. Yeah, yeah, he replaced Jeremy Piven in the in the remake series. Nice. Yeah, he's always yeah. Uh, he's always good. He's, he's really good. He's in... he's great. Yeah, he's he's great in Blue Jasmine. Um, sometimes he'll be in like the Annie movie. Oh, he was really good in Spy. Oh yeah, he was good in Spy. He needs to. I, I would like to see him in more things. Yeah, Star Wars. Um, I I think I think I think that's going to be a thing soon. Wow, yeah. that's that's interesting. There's a. Uh, there was a there was a there was a nice nice blend of cultures going on in Ant Man. There was. I mean, you had you had Pena. You had um, Pena who stole the movie. Fucking Pena, dude. Oh my god. god! I can't. I just I love that they like unapologetically put a character in a movie, like a, a Hispanic <laughs> character in a movie who was like on the spectrum. That's something you never see. <laughs> Because that guy, that I mean, c- come on, he's totally on the spectrum. Like, there's no way that guy doesn't at least have Asperger's. Oh my god, he was just like, he was perfect. Oh, so and he's no Pepeña is one of our great underrated actors. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes you look at his. If I'll, I'll scroll through his IMDb sometimes and just be like, Jesus, man, what the hell is this career? Like, he, you're he's just. just you, He's all over the place. He's just one of those dudes that you just you you throw him in and you know that he's going to like do it. Yeah. Like, like end of watch. Yeah, he's got he does crazy dramas like that. World and then, Trade Center? Yeah, yeah. Um I will say, I will say, and I'll fess up to this. Sure. Uh when he was first starting out, when he was first starting to get getting like uh, major roles in movies. Yeah. Um, I think I think World Trade Center was one of the earlier ones. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like when he like became a, a dude that was in movies. I I thought I see and I feel really bad about this, but no, I No, you're fine. I thought he was the guy from uh cra- is it cra- Crazy Beautiful or yeah, Crazy Beautiful, the one with Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I don't know who I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, well, in that movie she's she's like She's like this rich – have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Okay, she's playing like this rich girl, like this spoiled rich girl, and she starts like like slumming it yeah. with like uh, she, with she like can a re- she can rely guy. She can rely on her old man's money. Right, right, right. She starts slumming it with a Latino guy and, and – and, and Oh, Jay Hernandez. Yeah, that that's the guy. 
I, I, early on, I got them, like, way confused oh, all the time. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys that's just, like... Yeah. I don't see, I don't see Jay Hernandez he, a lot, He's though. fucking, he was Bobby in Grindhouse. Remember when he was, like, he was, like, the, the, the Snake Plissken of Planet Terror? Oh. Some good barbecue, JT. I, I, he had what? a name. What the hell else does he do, though? He had, like, a code name. What was his code name in, in Grindhouse? I don't know. He had, like, a cool, like, oh, I didn't know that you were. Um. Oh, he was El Rey. El Rey. El Rey. Um, oh, Jay Hernandez. Oh, never mind. That was Jay Hernandez. I mean, that was uh, that was Freddy Rodriguez. See, even uh. I even, even I did it. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so 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 yeah, crazy beautiful quarantine. Oh, the hostile movies. That's what he did. Okay. Oh, he yeah, he's uh, he's or I guess the Ross. first one. I don't I don't think he survived the first. Oh, one. and he's uh, he's in Suicide Squad. Oh, he's gonna he? be um, El Diablo. Have Have you heard? Um, oh, he r- was on. That's right. He was on Nashville back when I watched that show. Oh, sick. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Have, have you heard uh, the rumor about who the villain is in Suicide Squad? I have. Yeah. Do you agree with it? Uh, I think it's a. I it, think it's a weird choice because no one is going to know who that is. I think what's going to happen. Okay, spoilers for Suicide Squad. Um, uh-huh. So there's a rumor that the villain is actually Cara Delevingne's character, the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool if um, she's on the squad, but then something happens and she she goes like Jeremy Renner and SWAT, like she goes rogue. Oh, like, see, I when I saw that trailer, I thought what I what I thought was going to happen is that Cara Delevingne's character was going to become the Enchantress in, in like, the first act of the movie, and their first mission out, like, the one that introduces the team, is going to stop her from doing a thing, but then by act two, she's just going to be part of the Suicide Squad, and the main villain's going to be the Joker. That's that's what I think. That'd be cool, because, like, I think, it, I think it'd be great if the movie was about Harley having to take down the Joker. That's what I think it is going to be, because 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 why is he in the movie? Like, right, right. Exactly. Like, he's not just just be in the movie to be in it. It's they're going to do more with him. But like and and I think that it makes sense to me that you bring in the Enchantress. You have the Enchantress be the the eyes of the audience, you mm-hmm. know, and you have Harley Quinn sort of playing the the Denzel Washington in training day role. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. The one that's like walking her around the prison and that's Will Smith. Shit. Right, right. That's the crocodile. What, right. What's his name? Killer Croc. Yeah, that's Will Smith. That's Will. That's Smith. Will Smith. He was in Men in Black. And then shit went sideways. Give him, give him, give him any time. Give him any movie. He'll write a rap about it. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> you will. That's that's see. That's yeah. the that's the shotgun over the mantle. Yeah. Comes back in Act yeah. Three, he, and then it ends with him doing a Suicide Squad rap. <laughs> oh God. Uh-huh. I want a Suicide Squad Will Smith song so bad now. He might do it. I mean, like, they all got fucking tattoos. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's, I'm so excited about that movie. I am too. I just really, really hope it's good. I just... Because <laughs> I think if it's bad, I think it'll break my heart. Yeah, because it's just such a monk... There's no reason for this movie to exist. Right. It's not, so build, like, it's not building anything. It's not like a United right. 7. It's just like this weird lark... Right. It's them trying to do Guardians of the Galaxy on a budget is yeah. what. 
it's, but it's like, like the dc a... guardians which is like dark and like grimy and like gross. <laughs> right. but still more fun, fun than the rest of it yeah um, more fun than like shouts mcgee right which is what i call superman now oh do you are you give you reading the stuff that like they're just slowly editing superman out of the movie I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's well, true. Well, well, Zack Snyder's reasoning behind it was really like, oh, duh. Because they interviewed him and he was like, well, we haven't met Batman yet. So, like, we need more time in Act 1. To, I, like, I, I guess I can understand, like, adding Batman stuff to it, but I don't understand taking away Superman stuff, I guess. Sure, yeah. Um, plus, if they take away Superman stuff, they're gonna take that. Me- that actually means taking away Clark Kent stuff, not Superman stuff. Because they're not gonna exist. take away the action stuff. Sure. And I don't want to. I don't want to lose out. I, I don't want to lose that stuff because I. Because that's that's the stuff I'm kind of like. I'm excited about the Batman stuff, but I think I'm most excited about seeing Clark Kent interact with the Daily Planet characters. That'd be cool. Cause I I just I and like I, I and like killing that. them like behind like, like <laughs> yeah. My, my dad told me to only take care of myself. Just 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 like you know, they're out of coffee and he's just gonna like snap somebody's neck. Um, Clark, stop! <laughs> Mom says. <laughs> Mom <laughs> says. <laughs> oh no! Do it, Clark. You don't owe these people anything. Fuck them up. <laughs> Oh God! Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm he so, doesn't though. I know it's fine. It's and I know, I know. Um, it's fine. Uh, I'm so I'm so excited for because it's apparently Affleck just crushes it. Yeah, I know. I'm so unbelievably excited for like an actual like real cinematic interpretation of Batman. Like, yeah. not like a bullshitty. I'm ashamed that I'm doing this, Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, George Clooney. Uh, any of them really yeah really i mean even even like because like bat batman is just i i don't know it yeah he's batman yeah and and he's your you know what it is um watching that trailer um the the bigger one the comic-con one right that was the first time that i got um dad vibes from batman Mm. where he kind of feels like your dad and Batman's always supposed to kind of feel like your dad. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that as an interpretation. He, he, he feels like, uh, yeah, he feels like, yeah, he definitely, yeah, no, I like that. And like, Oh my God, just, he doesn't even really look like Ben Affleck. No, he just looks like Batman. He's like, I don't know what it is. Something about his face or his hair. Yeah, that's something that Christian Bale never did for me. Like, he, it always just felt like, oh, there's Christian Bale dressing up like Batman again. Yeah. In another movie. He never felt like Batman to me. Word or trailer. Yeah. The closest he ever got was in Batman Begins because he was, he was a little, yeah, he was a little bigger. Yeah. In that one. But then he leaned out for Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, and it's just not right. It's not right for that character at all. Yeah. He's supposed to be a brick house. <laughs> He's mighty, mighty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah. Mighty Mighty Batman. Mighty Mighty Batman. <laughs> <laughs> just the best just Batman like wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Rasta Rama oh, do it again. <laughs> and then Mighty Mighty Boss Town start playing. <laughs> it's the Brascal King <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Um 
Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I, I don't care what anybody says. I'm excited about the Batman Superman movie. Yeah. There's like no reason to not be excited at this point. Yeah. There's no I reason mean, to at least not be like cautiously optimistic. Right. I mean, there's, there's nothing that I've seen that has made me go, oh, this is going to be like Man of Steel all over again. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Cause even the line, even the line that everyone quotes was where, where Ma, Ma Ken is like, oh, you don't owe them nothing. You don't owe them anything. And it's like, it's like, no, that's, that's I mean, the that's, challenge. That's the thing. He doesn't owe them anything. He just does it because he's fucking Superman. Like yeah. that's, that's the whole <laughs> thing. So, yeah. so I like that line as long as, you know, he's not like, you're right. Yeah. Fuck it. And to me, flies like that, away. To, to me, like, that's the, that's the call to him. Right. Which is like, God, like mom's right. Like, I don't, I don't owe these people anything, but I still feel compelled to like, to like help them and, and, and murder whoever like is going to hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be great if he just like rips Lex Luthor in half? And it's um, like, no, what did you do? Like, I'm he sorry. Just, no, he rips all of his hair out. That's what he does. Yeah. No, that's, that's how that happens. Oh, um, man. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am, I am looking forward to that movie. A yeah. Lot. It comes out in fucking March. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not that far away when you think about that's it. That's what's weird. Yeah. I know it's September already. Star it's Wars is like a hundred days away. I know less than a hundred days, less away. than a hundred days away. Oh my it's, God. It's so it's, 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 it's nuts. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I know. Big, big uh, times. Oh, yeah. You know big. what else comes back soon? Uh, fucking uh, Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, technically, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm off. I'm off that show. I am so glad to hear you say that because I am too. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I can't. Even, I just I, can't do it. I can't do I, it. I didn't anymore. even finish season one. I think I, 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 I might think about binge watching season two when it hits Netflix in a year. Sure. Yeah. Um. Just like like get drunk and watch it, but yeah, just to see like what the fuck happens. Right. Exactly. But I there's I'm not keeping up with it week to week anymore. I just can't do it. There's too many good shows. I can't yeah. waste my time on bad ones anymore. Um. When the but, Flash, uh, I'm excited when the Flash inevitably hits Netflix because I'm gonna down that. Oh yeah. Because it has uh, to, right? I mean, if Arrow's on there, then no. Uh. 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 uh Doctor Who comes back on Saturday. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Did you see the list of episodes that got posted today? No, I didn't even see that. Yeah, they they posted the list of every episodes and every episode and it looks like it I mean, as far as I can tell, it looks like every episode this season is a two-parter. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know Which that. Which is something they did not announce. <laughs> Yeah. But like every episode, the way that it went up is like there, there, there's there was like a row of uh, like two rows of six episodes. And it was like episode one on the left, and episode two on the right. And it was just like all the way down the season. I was like, oh, oh. And each like episode had to do with each other, like the titles mm-hmm. all had to do with each other. And I was like, wow, they're doing a full season of of two parters. That's amazing that's really cool i'm really excited so yeah i'm not i'm almost excited that i'm not excited because it's just gonna come out of nowhere yeah like like i had no idea that it came back this week yeah comes back on saturday like i'm I'm not like counting down the days Mm -hmm. i'm just like oh shit doctor who and then i'm just gonna watch it it'll be great yeah well you gotta get ready because we're we're gonna have to start recording tdc again yeah dude we're gonna have to like find cassandra again (laughs) 
<laughs> find her. It's been a long Somewhere time. Somewhere in the in the wilderness of Maine. So, once again, <laughs> you call upon me. <laughs> With our powers combined. And we are the Doctor's Companion. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so, like, you, so do you have, like, all the episode titles? Yeah. Is this something you want to say for the show? Uh, I mean, I, we can talk about it here. I don't okay, because I, I haven't heard any of them. Okay, I'll tell you. Um, let me snatch them up here. Hold on a second. Um, I gotta go to my, my Twitter profile, because that's where I, 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 I every, uh, every which way but loose. like that. Um, yeah, every which way but loose. And any which um, way you can. This is, uh, this is, this is some good stuff right now. Um, all right, hold on, BBC, there we go. Apparently I, I only... Can we just, can we just play the Rascal King while you're looking for this? (laughs) Apparently I only, I only, uh, I only uh, retweeted on the TTC account. Okay, so... Uh, episode one is The Magician's Apprentice, and episode two is The Witch's Familiar. Right, knew that. Episode three and four are Under the Lake and Before the Flood. Okay. That... Episode episode five and six are The Girl Who Died and The Woman Who Lived. Oh, wow. Is that the Epis- one with, uh, with Maisie Williams? Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, episode seven and eight are The Zygon Invasion and The Zygon Inversion. Oh, Zygons are back. Yeah, in a two-parter. Damn. Um, episodes 9 and 10 are Sleep No More and Face the Raven. <laughs> and then episodes 11 and 12 are Heaven Sent and Hellbent. Oh, damn. So they're doing that again. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, no. Now I got you excited. Oh, no. <laughs> it's happening. Wait, are they doing Edgar Allan Poe? I don't know. Because, like... Sleep no more, and and you know Raven's dick. What was it? Oh, was that's it? that's how they would connect. You're right. Yeah. Oh, that was the one that I was like, I was like, how do these two connect in the title? And, yeah. And you're right, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that'd be weird. That's huh. so someone that that twelve would hang out with. Totally. Huh. God, remember when season eight was like the best the show's ever been? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I'm I'm really and the, and the, and and don't forget this season. There's like there's like three episodes directed by women and like three episodes written by women. Like and and, and Toby Woodhouse is coming back. Yeah, Toby Woodhouse is doing the second two parter. the the flood and the lake one. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, and like, mm, yeah. I'm yeah. just they they have nothing holding them back. Yeah. Because like yeah. the season eight wrapped up so nicely, yeah. Except 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 that um you know there's that rumor that widespread rumor that uh we're not going to get a season of Doctor Who next year. Oh, I haven't heard that. What's, yeah, what's, what's that? Because apparently uh, the BBC are really cross with they're 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 upset with Moffat that he is stay he stay he has stayed on Doctor Who this long. When he has another franchise that he could be working on, and he's not doing it. Oh, Sherlock? Yeah. Why? Doctor Who's such a moneymaker. Yeah, but Sherlock is too, and it's not making any money. Uh, Whereas they can, Doctor Who can keep going with another showrunner. Sherlock can't. Wait, so 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 why would that mean no Doctor Who? Why not just like, hey, Moffat, he, he can't do both. <laughs> 
Moffat, you're fired. He can't do both, and he won't relinquish control on Doctor oh, Who. Oh, shit. Yeah. So they can't be like, you're fired. Skinner, get in there. You're the new yeah. showrunner. Toby Woodhouse. Toby Woodhouse. I mean, we've been saying that since, like, 2012. I know. Know who? I mean... That, uh, this will be the second time that that's happened. In history? There, there, no. No, there was, the, there was a whole... There was a long time when the show was canceled. That's true. Yeah, that's 20 years. <laughs> no, yeah. What if no, that no, no. happens that, again? This is actually, this is this would actually be the the third time that that's happened. Because there was the year with the specials. Yeah, the Tenant one. Yeah, which which is another thing that they're, they're saying they might do, is they might do specials instead. I'd be fine with that. I mean, I'd be okay with that, but I, I really just want a season. I, those specials no, sure. were a pain in the ass. Because well, they, I, mean, I mean, those were... But, yeah, because they came out, if you remember, there was, was a Christmas one, and then there was an Easter one, and then there was, like, the, the Easter one came out in, you know, March or April, and then there was, like, six months with nothing. <laughs> and then Waters of Mars, and then the two-part the two part finale. Yeah, the end of time, and I can't believe this is how they're doing this. Right, exactly. And then the Master Race, really? Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, so... I. If they do the specials, like I want, I want there to be like six specials, and they come out every other month. You yeah, know? that'd be cool. Then, then I'd be okay. That that wouldn't bother me so much. Yeah, and especially because if there were six, that would probably mean Moffat wouldn't try to write all of them. No, which would be which would be nice. I just, um, I, I, and don't... then you, and then you let and then you let Capaldi go out after like, you know, two strong years and six specials, and yeah. then bring in the new Doctor and the new showrunner, and then boom. Boom! There's your new show. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty great. Relaunch it as series one. <laughs> yeah, because um, um, it's fucking it's been eight years, <laughs> nine years. Uh, but but yeah, so so there's a rumor that there's not going to be any Doctor Who in 2016. Yeah, it's just I don't care about Sherlock, so I'm fine. I just rewatched the last season. And I it still was, it was so stupid good. That oh. I was like, oh man, I really can't wait for this show to come back. <laughs> can I? Can I tell you something? Yeah, I, 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 I have, I still haven't finished series three. Really? I, I watched the first one, and I was like, that was a show, and oh. I just never. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, the first one is kind of all over the place because it's it's sort of like, it's like it's like Tumblr, the episode of yeah, Sherlock. It's like, hey, thanks for waiting. Yeah, yeah. Here's all the watch, stuff you wanted to if see. If you watch episode two, I swear to God, if you watched episode two, Nick, seriously, yeah. you of all people, <laughs> episode two, you would lose your goddamn mind. You I would know, love yeah. episode two. I to- I could totally do it too. I um episode two is like everything you love in a thing. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll do it. It's, it's on Netflix now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Have I told you about my my day, my schedule? So I get up at five thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, which sucks. Take an Uber to work. I take an Uber to work. I blow twenty. <laughs> I, I blow twenty bucks on an Uber. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just gonna perpetually get more expensive. <laughs> yeah, three hundred dollars. Um, and uh, that's a movie. Can you imagine if someone was like, "Hey, thanks for getting in my Uber. Like, take me to New York. I'll pay you." <laughs> and it's like a buddy Uber movie. I think that's going to be a movie. Like, I'm pretty sure that's. Oh, uh, okay. That's happening. I think I heard that somewhere. It's gonna be like Jason Sudeikis and Josh yeah. Gatton. I don't. I actually. I don't think it's a comedy. I think it's more in the vein of um, that Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx movie. Collateral. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, 
Damn, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, well, then I'll make Collateral the... to Uber. Yeah. Vincent. Uber collateral. Vincent, you're alive! <laughs> Drive. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, spoilers for collateral. Um, yeah, but, um, so yeah, I go to work. Um, our, my restaurant closes at three. I'm a host at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after three, my day is like 100% garbage time. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't do anything. I can like I'm, I, I do this, or yeah. I like I write, or like if I have an audition, I go to an audition. But right. like, yeah, so it's it's great. So I, I can totally sit down and just like watch Sherlock. Yeah, you'll really love that episode. Yeah. So it's 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 the best episode of that entire show. Still need to watch Fargo. Oh yeah, you got to watch that too, man. I I paid for season one, <laughs> so like, you own it and you haven't watched. I it. own it. I bought it. On my birthday, it's almost Season been. Season two's a, coming out soon. It's almost been a year. What are you doing? I'm busy. I haven't. Seen <laughs> I'm busy with the garbage that I yeah, do <laughs> with the garbage time. <laughs> remember, Scott? I fell asleep for three hours for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so we were supposed to record this like like four hours ago because I'm like I'm like I'm 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 leaving class and. Uh, I, I text or I, I, I DM uh, Nick because this is how we communicate. Because for whatever reason, he text. has my phone number, but he's, he he will never text me. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at this point, I think it's just on general principle. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so 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 he sends me or I sent him the DM. I was like, hey, are we still recording today? And you were you were like, yeah, when? I was like, well, I can do it anytime between an hour from now and whenever because I got all night. And he was like, okay, I'll talk to you in an hour. And I was like, all right, great. So I go home. I meet with uh, with Adam, my producer, and then uh, talking about like all the projects that are coming up. And then ate dinner. And then I was like, all right, uh, I'll be online in five minutes. And then I get online and he's not online. And I was like, I waited 15 minutes because sometimes, sometimes Nick gets into like a conversation with his roommates or whatever. So he takes a little while. And and then it was like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And I was like, uh, I'm online. Are you coming online? Or like an hour passes, an hour and a half. And I'm just like, are you okay? Yeah. And, Did and something happen? No, I was, I was, uh, I got home and I was talking to you and I was like, oh, sweet. So I have an hour until like, I have to talk to Scott. I don't have to, but like I, I, an hour until we record. And my roommate was like, I think I'm going to go take a nap, man. Cause he has a rehearsal like at eight. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. And so like, I go to my room and I'm like, I'm just going to lay down for a little bit and like look at my phone. And then like, I wake up and it's like fucking seven forty-five, <laughs> And I was like, what the, f- What? And I just get a DM from you in all caps of, I fucking fell asleep. It was like, there was no excuse. My body was just like, no. <laughs> it's time. It's time to sleep. I, uh, I fucked up yesterday, man. I, um, I bought tickets to go see, um, the Team Star Kid thing at IO. Um. Team Star Kid? It's like they do, like, Harry Potter musical and... Oh, okay. And they're doing like an IO show, and I bought like my my six dollar ticket, and I was like, I'm going at eight o'clock, and then like I was home for a little bit, and I'm like, I'll just lay down, and like I fell asleep for like five hours. Oh my god! And I woke up like at ten. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
You're passing out. That's crazy. I know. Uh, I, I think it's because, like, I just wake up so early now, and, like, I'll go to... Like, if, if I go to sleep at 10, I'm... that Like, 10 o'clock is now me staying up late. Mm. Yeah, I, I almost, um... I was planning today on going to see The Hive, uh, that, that movie that, that Nerdist produced. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, or is distributing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to go see that because I watched the trailer. And, like, at first I was like, oh, man, this looks cheap. Um, <laughs> like like cheap in, like, a like a cheesy green screen CG kind of way. Like, like cheap in, like, a web video look to sure. it, you know? And then when the actual plot of the movie started up and I was like, oh. Uh, and then, like, it was calling it, like, this generation's evil dead and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. And uh, so I was going to go. Um, but f- but then we were, like, we were going to record. So I was just like, I, I actually would rather do that. Um, as much as, like, I wanted to see it. But then I was just like, well, because it, it's, it's opening as, like, a, a fathom event. It's mm-hmm. not. Like it's going, not like a movie, yeah. Yeah, it's not like yeah. So so I was like, I bet it's gonna go to VOD like next week or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, ah, oh, I guess I'll wait. Yeah, but I can't. I wait. do want to. I do want to see that. Yeah, my roommates and I are going to uh, get drunk and then take a bus to go see the visit. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see the visit. At I'm excited, too. man. Me too. Because you know, I've always been on M Night Shyamalan's team. Yeah, yeah. And so it feels good that he's like back. In a yeah, way. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really happy that it, it seems to be getting decent reviews at least, and it's like doing pretty good business. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. So who knows? Know. Who knows what but, uh, but I'm afraid that it's going to go. The success is going to go back to his head. He's going to make garbage again. I'm a god. Yeah. Ah, oh, my godliness has has come back to me. Now to make yeah. Oh. Legend of Korra. <laughs> oh God, no! That would, I don't think Nickelodeon would let him anywhere near that. That would break my little Nick heart. Yeah, it's bad enough that he did it the first time. Oh. Let's sigh. Um, yeah. Didn't you say that you were you like you like sometimes? Okay, let let's 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 talk about our friendship, our relationship, Nick. Okay, let's get personal. <laughs> All right. So sometimes. Uh, like I said, we only talk in DMs. So sometimes we DM each other and for whatever reason, one or either of us just doesn't answer the other person's DM okay. or respond in any way. In this or sometimes you'll one of like especially you do this a lot where you're like, here's a here's a fact about me now. And I'll be like, oh, really? What's that about? And then, like, no response. You're just like, it's just who I am now. Deal with it. <laughs> so, 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 like, today, you're like, I think I'm over Nerdist. And I was like, oh, really? And then you're just like, do not elaborate whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, deep thoughts with, with Nick. Yeah. Think I'm gay. So, never so ex- I think I'm over Nerdist. Oh, yeah? No response. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> like I'll choose when what to reply to. Yeah. Um, uh, so what happened was I was listening to, um, you know, whenever sometimes I don't want to listen to music, so I listen to podcasts. Sure. Um, basically, when I'm sitting on the bus, I read, but when I'm standing, I listen to my to my phone. Um, that like that, That's like my rule. That um, tracks. Yeah. And so, so I'm I'm, I'm listening to uh, I'm like twenty episodes behind on the Nerdist because they do like five a minute. 
Sure. And um, but he's so busy. Uh, and sorry. Um, I like his hard work. Uh, and I <laughs> he seems to, like such a nice guy. Yeah, I listened to the Comic Con ones. They were great. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, the, I didn't the, listen to those. They did um, one with Ben Kingsley, and it was great. Uh, they did one with Maisie Williams mm-hmm. and uh, Guillermo del Toro and Tom Hiddleston. And, like, they were just like really solid. Okay. Uh, the one with Ben Kingsley was actually like really like like inspiring. Um, and yeah, but then, so they were like, I was like, and I have this weird thing in my brain where I can't go to the one I want to listen to first. I have to do it in order. That's bizarre. I, I, I'll, I, I still listen to Nerdist, but I only listen to the episodes I want to listen to. Yeah. Because so I listen to one about one, maybe two a month. Yeah. And like, they don't even record them in order. Cause like. I'll be like, oh, I'll start with the Diablo Cody one, and he'll reference the Robert Rodriguez one that came out like a week ago. Mm. So I'm like, so it literally makes no sense that I do this. But yeah. so I'm I'm listening to the Diablo Cody one, and I was like, I, I used to really care about Diablo Cody. Like I I love Juno. I'm a I'm a defender of Jennifer's body. Um, right. I never saw her show. Uh, the United States of Terra. Right. But um, but just in general, you watch less television than you do movies. So that, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Didn't see Ricky in the Flash though. Didn't oh. see Didn't see Ricky in the Flash. Uh. Well, I mean, did you see the trailer? Yeah, it's true. I, okay, I did. Well, then you saw the fucking. Give movie. me that's the people, free monster. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, you saw. I'm you, a, that that is the worst trailer because it's literally the entire movie. I'm a good mom. Yeah. I'm a, like the bit in the trailer where. It she hits that note on the guitar and it like sla- it like slam cuts to the to the title card Ricky mm-hmm. and the Flash. That's where the credits come up. Totally, yeah. It's, like it's like stupid. come on, it's um, it's oh god, what just an egregious trailer. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Uh, and so I'm listening to it, and I was on the bus, and I'm, you know it's it's six o'clock, so like I'm so I mean it's five something, so I'm kind of like still awake. I'm still mm-hmm. kind of asleep, and he's like, yeah, you know the universe doesn't care if you're. If you're like have your thing, so just make your thing. And I was like, "What? Wait, did I like go to an older episode?" And it was like, "No, it was still the Diablo Cody one." And he was like, "Yeah, like you know, just make your thing." And like you know, some you know the thing about success is that you know no matter how successful you get, your brain is still the way that it is. So like you know, if you're not careful, like you'll still be stressed. And I'm like, I've heard this before. Yeah. Oh, he repeats himself constantly. And then, yeah, because he's because the thing that you start to realize on the podcast is that he's not playing to the listener; he's playing to whoever's in the room. Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, he, he's he's having a conversation, which is okay. I mean, that makes him a good person. But it's like Diablo Cody hasn't heard this bullshit, right? The way that we have for like a fucking three years. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, he he says this. He tells the same stories all the time. And sometimes he'll even say, if it's not the inspirational shit, sometimes he'll even say, "I've told this before on the podcast, but you haven't heard it, so I'm going to say it again." It's like, so edit it out of the fucking podcast because I don't want to hear it again. And I was just like, I've I've heard this before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need to listen to every episode of this. <laughs> no. And it was just kind of this because I've been listening to it for like five years. Right. Um, and I was just like, I think I'm, I think I'm not gonna, I think I'm not gonna subscribe to this anymore and, and just kind of do what you do where it's like, oh, I want to hear Chris Hardwick talk to Robert Rodriguez. Right. And then, but then I'm always going to listen to the host fools just because I'm so invested in their lives. 
Yeah. Well, you know Chris Hardwick got engaged last night. I saw that. I saw that on Instagram. Congratulations. Yeah, it very, it's very sweet. Um, uh, let me I, – I just – this is <laughs> – this is like – this is like the perfect example of, of of Nick and I's relationship through DM. So so last night uh, he asked me about a project that I was just invited to be a part of um, that I don't want to talk about in case it falls through. Sure. But uh, after I gave him the details on that, a little while later I was like I was like. Also, dude, you have got to watch this Unreal show. I finished the first season today. Couldn't stop. It's so good. Lifetime has it has it all up for free on their website. 16 hours later. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm over-nerdist. <laughs> 16 hours later. 16 hours later. So I think I'm over-the-nerdist. Like that never happened. Yeah. My response, oh, Yeah. <laughs> No response from Nick. It's like, you're like, oh, okay, we're talking about this. <laughs> nope, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. I'm shit at replying to people. It's cost me friendships. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. So what's Unreal about? Uh, Unreal. Uh, Unreal. I actually put off watching it for a long time because... It's a, it's a, it's a dumb title. It, it is, and well, I, that's not the reason. The reason is because it's the exact same concept for a show that I was like twenty pages into writing a pilot for. At one oh point. shit, temporal. Yeah, what's that? Is it something that I know about? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think okay. so because I, I just wanted to write it and see how it came out because mm-hmm. it was like an idea that I liked a lot, and I was like, oh, this could totally be a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it is about. It is a. Sort of like a like a like a like a Studio sixty West Wingy sort of like behind the scenes look at a reality show. Oh, okay. So it's about the people who work on a reality show. In my script, it was like a Big Brother real world kind of show, mm-hmm. and in this, it's The Bachelor. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, um, and it's it's amazing, and it is easily the most feminist thing I've ever seen on television. Is it like, is, is it sort of like Sorkin-y? No, it doesn't have that pitter patter at all. Like it, 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 it doesn't, it's just like, I, I, it's hard to, I don't even know what I can equate it to, Okay, like, cool. but, um, but it's written by Marty Noxon. Oh, damn. Yeah. She's the showrunner. Um, so it's, it's her show. So I was like, well, if anyone's going to steal a show for me, I guess, I guess, it's fine that it's Marty Noxon. How many episodes? And, you know, is let's it be in? honest. It's totally better than anything I would have come up with. You know, it's uh, one thing I uh, listened to on the Nerdist. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but um, they were like, "If that ever happens, you know how people are always like, no, I had this idea for this like app or this invention or this movie, and like someone already did it.' Mm-hmm. That he was like, take heart in that because that means that you're operating on the same wavelength as yeah, like them. Oh yeah, totally. And then it's got um. The two leads are like the executive producers of the show of the Bachelor kind of show mm-hmm. is uh, is is Constance Zimmer, Dana Gordon. Yeah, damn. Yeah, she's the executive producer, like showrunner of the of the of the Bachelor show, and then the main character um, is uh, Shiri Appleby from, uh, from Life, Life Unexpected. Unexpected. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's so good, and you can just watch it. It like Lifetime just has all the episodes on their website, and there's ten so far. Yeah, well, there's just ten in the first season. 
Oh, but like they're just all up. Right, right, exactly. And then uh and then like they got renewed for for season 2 okay, and it'll pre- cool. premiere next yeah, summer. God damn it. I need to watch that. I need to watch Mr. Robot. Yeah, Mr. Robot was really great. I know. The, I, what you, here here's the best thing about like okay, so like the first the way that you meet Sherry Appleby in the show, right? So like you you start out and it's very like Sorkin-y, like where they just you just dive into like the first day on set of this reality show, you know? Mhm. And so you're like behind the scenes and Constant Zimmer is like, do this, camera this, blah, blah, blah. Get me this, get me this. Um, and and all of that. And then she's like, where's the other where's the other limo with the other contestants or, or whatever? And, and then you cut to a limo, like a lone limo driving down like the uh, – what, what's that What's that highway that's like on the mountain range in California? The 105? The 105, yeah. So like driving down the 105 and – the the camera like go, like goes over to it and then like you can see through the sky like the sky the the sky roof the mm-hmm. sunroof and the sunroof is open and Shiri Appleby is laying on the floor of the limo and she's wearing she's wearing a t-shirt that says this is what a feminist looks like <laughs> and she's surrounded by like all of the all of the 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 contestants of the of the thing and they're acting like super girly and bimboy and like gossiping yeah. gossiping about who the bachelor could be <laughs> and she just looks so tired that's awesome <laughs> oh it's the it's it's the best it's oh the yeah best. that sounds I, I I love I mean I'm always anyone if you're on life unexpected like I'll I'll let you stay over in my apartment like that's why yeah. you're just especially if you're bays uh yeah i mean that guy whatever happened what's he doing he needs to be no, in more stuff. nothing he plays he plays assholes a lot oh yeah that's kind of what he got stuck in because he got cast as an asshole in that ringer show that sarah michelle geller show mm-hmm. and then ever since then he's sort of been typecast because uh, for whatever reason that show like <laughs> more people know that show than life, life unexpected and... that sucks yeah oh oh my my roommate uh is watching he's 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 been binge watching the tomorrow people on netflix oh. <laughs> how's that going he's, did he that lo- get canceled why he is got, he watching i it? don't know he, he fucking loves it he's just so enamored with it he's oh, like man. i don't know what to tell you man i just uh really i was really into like you know the, i'm really into these he, people's he knows lives. it got canceled right yeah yeah he does but he's okay. just like i just gotta i just gotta see this through to the end uh but so like <laughs> why, why the show didn't <laughs> and so we'll be watching it because it'll just be on. Like, uh, it, it's it's so weird. We finished Narcos, and we were like, what? Next, next show, next show. Sense 8. And then he was like, tomorrow, people. And we were like, D- no. Uh, so we, <laughs> then we have to wait for him to finish it. Um, oh, no. And so, but anyway, so we're watching an episode, and fucking Logan from Veronica Mars shows up. That's right. I think I remember that he was going to be on that show. He just got cast in something else recently, too. Like, he's going to be on some show, and he's playing, like, a character where I'm like, he's not old enough to play that character. And then I remember that Veronica Mars was 10 years ago. Yeah, he's, like, in his, like, late 30s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, but you know I mean, but he was fucking great in that one episode of Tomorrow People. I'm like, oh, you're so good. Yeah. Oh, Jason Doring. Yeah, Jason Doring. Yeah. I forget what he just got cast in. Now it's going to bother me. I got to look this up. God, he's so old. Holy shit. Well, he was old in Veronica Mars. He he's one of those Yeah, 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 yeah. but like yeah, he's like he's like 3 years older than me, so he's like 33. But yeah. Yeah, so 
Um, but wasn't he like just... yeah? But he was like thirty. I feel like he was thirty in Veronica Mars. No, he's only thirty three now. Okay, so he was like yeah. in his twenties in Veronica Mars. Yeah. Uh, oh, he was on he was on the originals apparently. That uh, Vampire Diary spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking of. I thought he just got cast in something like a, an existing show. I thought. Hmm. Now I gotta look up. I gotta look up news with Jason Doring. News with Jason Doring. Hi, I'm uh, Jason Doring. And this is news. Oh, oh, I guess it was just the originals. That's he's like, he's like, officially joining that cast. He's not like. That's the Vampire Diaries one, right? Yeah, the Vampire Diaries spinoff thing. Okay. Yeah, the originals, the one that takes place in the, in the um, uh, what is what is that area called? Like Baton, uh, Baton Rouge. Like yeah, Baton Rouge and like Louisiana and. Yep, I'm never gonna watch that. the Vampire Diaries. What's that? I'm never gonna watch the Vampire Diaries, <laughs> and I'm never gonna watch Supernatural. I would. Is it because they've been on for too long? I I just I know it's like I I know I'm never going to read, um, like the idiot. Oh yeah, that's I mean that's that's fair. I'm at this point it's like they're so far gone that it's like I well, well that's the thing is like I already know what happens to Supernatural. It yeah. gets they keep killing off female characters. They're yeah. like queer baiting with the angel. Yeah, uh, it's the whole. I don't know. And so yeah, so I'm just like I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't care. Like, yeah, I'll watch Friday Night Lights. Like I'll watch that. I I won't. That'll never happen. As oh. much as I'd like to, it's just never gonna happen. Uh, Parenthood. I look. I look forward to someday watching Parenthood. Yeah, Parenthood's another one that's never gonna happen for me. <laughs> as much as I want to, I gotta. The next show that guy creates, I gotta get in on the ground floor because <laughs> those other two didn't happen. Yeah, did not happen. Um. But I, uh, there's, there's a, I, I'm, I'm really being hesitant to, to, to try new shows this season because I know that I'm already watching a shitload of shows. Yeah. And I know that I'm adding Supergirl, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, Supergirl is going to be my Gotham replacement. So that's okay. Any other new shows that I watch will be in addition to what I'm already watching. Yeah. Ugh. Well, so like I'm like being I'm really hesitant about trying new shows because I don't want to get hooked on any of them. I have then, I have room because like you know Mad Men just ended, the newsroom just ended, Cora just ended, right? Um, but that's the thing, right? I want to keep I want to I want to the room that I would have I want to keep for uh like the premium cable stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna watch the Americans. Yeah. No. No, I gave up on that in season. I watched season one. I was like, "What a good show!" And then I never, never went back. Sure. And and didn't. Uh, I'm not missing it. Masters <laughs> of Ma- Masters of Sex. Yeah, that show sucks. Okay. That's really bad. Um, it really wants to be Mad Men, and it's 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 not at all. Sure. So, but uh, but yeah, Mr. but Mister Robot. Yeah, Mr. Robot. Fuck yeah, Mr. Robot. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Watch the shit out of Mr. Robot. And, uh, yeah, so that'll probably be my next. Uh, and Fargo. I need to finally watch Fargo. You do need to finally watch Fargo. Um, um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, I there, guess... There's really, there's really nothing, because what's coming out this season? Like, new TV shows. 
There's like Supergirl. Supergirl is um, the big one for me. Fuck Buffet. Well, on, there's on, like Minority Report, which will get canceled in like six episodes. Limitless, which is going to get canceled. No, Limitless I heard was awesome. Oh, okay. I was I was in when I found out that it was a sequel. Yeah. No, I heard that Limitless was like everyone who's seen the pilot was like, oh, this is what this was always supposed to be. Yeah. Like but people I, I, are I love equating, the- equating like – they're they're equating Limitless. They're like saying like, oh, Limitless the TV show is to Buffy the TV show. Oh as, shit! You know, yeah, like like Limitless the movie is to Buffy the movie. Like and I that. like the movie. Yeah, but that's that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, but like I love like the Bradley it's that Cooper level of stepping up their game. Yeah, and I love that Bradley Cooper's coming back for the pilot. Yeah, yeah, for the pilot. But you know, ho- hopefully, maybe like, like every once in a while, to be like. Well, I think he traded an appearance in the pilot for an executive producer credit, so he gets that that showrunner money. Oh, that pimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he did. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. I like I, – I really like the uh, the guy from Greek who's in yeah, it. Yeah, so. that, you know what that is? That was him fucking taking a mulligan from Aloha. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well – and we're back. Hey, hey, you know what? I might not have this forever. I better get a steady paycheck. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to die someday. <laughs> that was like his moment. Oh, he fuck. sees the. He's like, oh, I wonder what uh, Aloha got on Rotten Tomatoes. Ah! Click, click. <laughs> he's just like, oh, oh, my God. I'm going to die one day. <laughs> that was. That did it. Um, oh, yeah. Man. So I heard Limitless was fucking awesome. Um. So I'm definitely going to check that show out just because I heard like the reviews were really good, mm-hmm. really positive. And then there's that Blindside show that I kind of want to try because it's from the wait, like the movie. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is that what it's called? What's it called? Blind Spot? I think it's Blind Spot. What's it about? Blind Spot. Yeah, it's the one with um, uh, with Lady Sif where she's got the tattoos all oh, over her body. Oh, and... Did you read that tweet where it was like, okay, so there's a naked woman in a bag, sold. <laughs> it turns out she's with. I said, "Shut up!" <laughs> I said, "Sold." Stop talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I did. But but it's coming from um, uh, Greg Merlanti and and all, like his whole production company that does like the Arrow and Flash and Supergirl. Yeah, that so factory. I, I was like, I was like, ah, I mean, li- they've given me so much entertainment. Like, I owe them the, I owe them the. Yeah, the and I just, I want to, su- and I want to support her. Right, exactly. Because I love a, her. She's such a good person. Yeah, um, I really want to watch that AMC show Humans. Oh, okay. That that like like the whole first season already aired. Um, oh damn! And uh, oh, and and the Muppets. Oh yeah, the Muppets. That's the other. That's the other. Uh, that's the other gimme. Those are. <laughs> Did you see that clip that they put with uh, with Ken? No, I'm not watching any clips. Okay, can I just tell you this joke? Okay. So, um, Kermit is on like the the back lot, and he runs into Ken Jeong. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, hey, Ken, it's so good to see you on the show. And Ken Jeong's like, yeah, I love the Muppets. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's so great that we're... And then he, he sees a golf cart, like one of those like golf cart things on the studio. And they're driving past, and the new pig is like on the back of it. And okay. Kerm- Kermit's just like, huh. Oh. Just kind of like watching her. And Ken Jeong's like, you really have a type, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that joke in a in a, in like a trailer or something. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, that's a thing. The new pig. Yeah. 
Yeah. People are really mad about that. Yeah, and it's dumb because they're puppets. <laughs> Look, I, I, love, I love the Muppets as much as anyone else, but they're not real. No, so they're fucking can puppets. We, yeah, can we stop pretending they're real, please? Like, it's not... It's not fun or funny. It's it's dumb. You're all being dumb. Stop it. He didn't break up with her because they they you know they, they the go, writers broke them up. They go in, they go in a fucking they're not van. Real people. <laughs> they're fucking puppets. Jesus. But no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how. I, I'm glad that they're doing something new. Yeah. It's like they're trying to evolve and like yeah. Maybe it'll work. I, maybe it won't. But like I, I like, I like that because it's gonna have the spirit of the Muppet Show, which was not a kids show. Yeah. You know, but it, but it's like something totally new because I, it's like no one wanted a variety show again. No, well, like, I'm I'm sure there's like a handful of people who did want that, but fuck those people. But it's like no, who wants a variety show? I don't know. Like like Neil Patrick Harris is doing one, and I'm like, no, I don't. No, it's not the '70s anymore. Like, but yeah, but like no, I'm excited because like, I'm kind of into the idea of like we're gonna find out like like. Maybe Rolf and Fozzie don't like each other. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's, yeah. That makes me laugh for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. Did you hear, do you, do you know that, that, um, you remember that movie Time After Time? No. There's a movie called Time After Time that's directed by the director of, uh, Wrath of Khan. And, uh, it's about H.G. Wells played by, um, Michael McDowell. And he has actually in this version, he's not an author. He's like he's an actual inventor, so he invents a time machine. Okay. And his best friend is um, uh, what is what what is that actor's name? The guy from uh, the guy from uh, Secret of the Ooze, the professor guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the guy from. You know what uh, I'm talking about, right? Yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah. So he he's his friend, and his friend. Um, like steals his time machine and goes back in time, and then they figure out that uh he was Jack the Ripper, and so H. G. Wells has to follow him to the future to the seventies, and hunt down Jack the Ripper in the seventies. I feel like you've told me about this, or I've heard about this, like on like a podcast. So they're turning it into a TV series. Okay. And Kevin Williamson is show running it. Oh shit! Yeah. I was like, this is – that is such a cool idea. Like sometimes you hear about like, oh, they're turning this movie into a TV show. And you're like, what? What? Why? Like why would you do that? Um, but in this case, I was like, that's actually kind of a good idea. And then when it was like Kevin Williamson, I was like, I, I, I think I'm into this. I think I like this a lot. Yeah. I mean he – you know, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. He's doing it for uh, ABC. He didn't do Sleepy Hollow. He did the following. Oh, okay. Who did Who did Sleepy Hollow? I I don't know. It was a J.J. Abrams show. Oh, so the Orsies. So, yeah, so so like one of his many. I, I think you're right, actually. I think it was the Orsies. Yeah, Orsi um, and Kurtzman. Yeah. But everyone always yeah. knows Orsi. <laughs> Gave up on that show. Yeah. I watched yeah. the pilot and I'm like, yay. You guys keep keep on keeping on. <laughs> But um Noel Stevenson's got to watch something. Oh god. Um yeah. So so we should probably talk about like what we did while we were gone. Oh yeah, the guy we murdered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we murdered a guy and uh 
it took a while to yeah. like find a place and then yeah. we waited so long he actually just decomposed so yeah that's what happened no to harm no foul that's what happened to mine robbers <laughs> oh no we fucking <laughs> ever sorry holy shit oh we're gonna have to edit that out oh no um <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's been a, it's been a summer. We weren't, you know, we weren't sitting on our hands like we were actually like doing stuff. Yeah, I mean, it came it, it, it became a thing where it was just like, should we record a not writing? And you were like, I mean, we could, or we could just work on Geek by Night. Yeah, then... like it was the thing. It was like, oh, it, that. It's like the weird thing about this show is like, it's in its engine that it's procrastinating, right? So. Whenever it's like, oh, we should record that thing. It's like, no, but I want to work. Yeah. Because, like, we finally have time when we can both sit down and talk for, like, three hours. Right. And it's like, look, we, we need to work on the show. Right. So And, it, uh, and, we, and we did. We, we've got uh, the first four episode scripts are finished. Like, done. Done. Um, God, we just 104 did the table was so good. The one. What's that? I'm so fucking proud of 104. Oh, isn't it great? Like, knowing how far we've come... Yeah. Uh, yeah, 104 yeah. was really, really yeah, good. We just had the table read yesterday, and it was fucking great. Yeah, it was. Um, and then I'm working on, like, the final draft of 105, so that should be finished soon. Nick has one uh, the first draft of 106. And Which I'm 10- reading. Yeah, the first draft of 107 is going to be in our hands on Wednesday. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so 107 will then be at that point, and then uh, and then all that's left to do is uh, rewrite those episodes, and then and then uh, write 108, the finale. Yeah, and then yeah, and so um, what happened? We were going to premiere uh, already. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, fuck, I that's I got weird. really sad because I got myself uh, a, a Doctor Who wall calendar. And I had forgotten that back in, like, February when we decided we should premiere in <laughs> September, I had wrote on September 2nd, Geek by Night premieres. Oh, and, man. and I turned to my September calendar and saw it there circled. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I got really sad. Yeah, but, like, basically, you know, a bunch of life stuff happened. Um, and... well, not, not just life stuff. Like it also was a thing where like originally the scripts were only like the first episode was supposed to be an hour and then every other episode was supposed to be 45 minutes. And then the first episode ended up being like an hour and a half and the other episodes ended up being like an hour plus. And we were like, Oh, this show is turning out to be a lot more ambitious than, we originally thought so it's just been taking a lot longer to write scripts than we thought but all the scripts are like every script is better than the last one yeah and i'm like i'm so proud of the show and and we were like okay so we could push it back like a week but then still be always like playing like you know catch up right or we can just push it all the way back to january but be fucking done as done can be right and then all we have to worry about is marketing at that point. Yeah, and we I kind of like that idea because, mm-hmm. you know, the fact is, you know, not a lot of people care about Geek Bay Night yet. Right. Because it's like, but as soon as it's out, the key to keeping people interested, because, I mean, the product's the product. Like, I'm 
we're good. Yeah. Like I'm it, it's a good it's a good thing on the internet. Yeah. Um but you know, if it's like, hey guys, we're gonna you know, episode three is gonna be like a month, like we've been down that road before. I don't wanna ever do that again. Yeah, so let's just wait until they're all done mm-hmm. and then we can release it. Because once it's out, it's out. You know who does you know who does already care about Geek by Night? Our patrons. Our Patreons, yeah. Uh oh, is that how you say pa- it? Well, it's 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 it's. I think they're patrons, and then the site is called Patreon. Patreon. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So so we have a we have a Patreon page for Geek by Night. Uh, Patreon dot com slash Geek by Night, and uh, we set up a Patreon page, and we've already got three patrons who are giving us five dollars a month, um, to uh, to make the show and. Uh, the idea is that right now, kind of the only thing that you're going to get is like marketing materials as they get finished. So like we'll have like, you know, desktop wallpaper and headers and avatars for like your Twitter and Facebook and stuff. Um, we'll have that stuff and then we're going to have uh, like special Patreon subscriber episodes of like leading up to the show. So like we're going to do one this month. And it'll have like – it'll be like us talking about the show and then like maybe an interview with a writer and a cast member or something like that. Um, Sort of just like talking about the making of the show. And we're going to be doing – we're going to do one of those every month uh, all the way up to the January premiere. Um, And those will be – those will be exclusive to Patreon subscribers. So you'll have to go to Patreon to get to them. Um, And then once the show starts, uh, for like at the $5 a month – range um you'll get uh like i said any of the desktop wallpaper headers and avatars all that stuff you'll get the a copy at the end of the season you'll get a copy of the geek by night original score by our series composer zach gibson and then you'll get uh pdf copies of every geek by night script as each episode comes out so the episode what i was thinking to do with, with that is that uh each episode would will release and then when the next episode releases the script for the previous episode will come out mm-hmm. um and then uh you'll also have uh access exclusive access to ad free episodes of geek by night so if you just subscribe to the podcast on itunes you'll get the episode for free there um but they'll have ads uh they'll have like act breaks and ads but then if you are a patron and you, you give us $5 a month, um, you will get access to like ad-free episodes, so like no commercials. So it, it'll be like if you were watching it on Netflix or something. Um, and then there – and then also exclusive this time, we used to do – in the old show, we used to have um, what I call panel discussions at the time. Uh, and now I realize looking back, they're they're really just commentaries. Like that's basically what they are. Um, commentaries with like a mailbag, uh, component. Mm -hmm. Um, so in between each episode, uh, in the off week, cause the episodes are going to come out every, every other week in the off weeks, we're going to be recording commentary episodes, uh, which will be me and Nick, uh, discussing like the latest episode with the cast and writing staff, um, that are like most important to that episode. So like the writers of that particular episode will be on and then whoever like, the the focused character or like maybe like a guest star or something um they'll be in that commentary episode and then we'll be like answering 
um, mailbag questions from the Patreon supporters exclusively. So those episodes will be Patreon exclusive. So that means basically if you, if you're just subscribing to the iTunes or the subscribing to the regular podcast feed, you won't get those. Um, they'll be exclusive to Patreon. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Um, and then you can, you can also obviously like give us more, uh, than that, but, (laughs) and with those, like it basically, it's kind of like the same thing. So like, like at $10, you get like, um, a drawing. You get all the stuff from the five dollar one plus. You get you put your name in a drawing for like original artwork signed and hand drawn by Kevin Ziegler, the the series artist, and then you can also get a guest spot on this podcast or the Doctor's Companion, um, or a speaking role as a featured extra on yeah. an episode of uh, Goodbye Night. Might might want to might want to put your put your chips on the Doctor's Companion. Yeah, just just. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, who, who, knows when, who knows when we'll do this again? Yeah, that, so that's coming up again. Um, so if you guys want to be on the Doctor's Companion, that'd yeah. be a good, good, good time. Remember when um, we were gonna read every? Remember when we were gonna do a book club of the Stand? Yeah, <laughs> that never happened. That never fucking happened. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Nope. Fuck that. Um, Remember when that was the fifteen dollar the fifteen dollar range gives you two entries into that random drawing for those things, and then uh, at fifty dollars you would be an associate producer. Yeah, congrats, you're an associate producer. Yeah, so you're on you the uh, podcast equivalent of IMDb. Yeah. So, uh, but no, so I mean, like, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's look, I know it's I know it's our show, but like, I'm fucking, I'm so proud of it. I'm so no, proud yeah, of it. Yeah, me too. I. I don't really, I don't really share stuff that I make a lot online. Um, like I did this like web comic on Bitstrips for like three years, um, and it was getting like thousands of views and shit. But I didn't share it because I was secretly kind of like embarrassed by it. <laughs> oh my god! Um, like it was like the most read thing on that website. For wow! Little, um, I don't think I ever told you that. Uh, this is back when you could make comics with Bitstrips, not just like memes. Right. Uh, it was called, like, I Heart College. It was, like, this sort of, like, ABC family, like, teen soap opera thing. Oh, my God. Um, but it was, like, a... Uh, anyway, but, like... Um, <laughs> and the website's gone. Like, you can't even... It's gone. Like, it's like it never happened. Um, oh, wow. That's where the name Janet Stokely comes from. Oh! That, she was, like, the lead character on um, on the, on the webcomic. Because it was about... Uh, 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 like through through the 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 engine of the pilot was or the first couple of comics were um <laughs> the pilot <laughs> was uh through a through a weird uh error a, a guy and a girl freshman have to be roommates oh and it's just like oh, rooming with a girl or rooming with a boy and then like they become like friends and then their and then their kid from the future comes and you fuck don't even ah uh, that still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that, it really that's, does. That's so sick. <laughs> we should we should recycle some of those characters. We really should. Um, but um, yeah, but like, so I'm I I I have a habit of doing stuff and then not sharing it. Um, but I'm I can't wait for everyone in my life to experience this show. Uh-huh. Cause like I don't know, man. Like we're already so invested in it, but mm-hmm. no one's even heard of it yet. Like, yeah, the writers and the cast are already so. Yeah, I don't even know. 
what it's going to be like to start getting feedback on this from like listeners and fans and stuff. It's I it's it's going to be it's going to be crazy because like, I don't know, it's because right now we're right now we're the biggest fans of the show. Right. Yeah. And And it's weird because it's like. It's hard to explain what we did, because if you listen to the old Geek by Night, it's not that show. But it is. It's but like, it's not. It's like but we it took, totally is. It's like we took the it, we took the soul of it. Yeah. So like the kind of lovable, friendly, like kind part of that show is still there, but it's just in this like sexy Jaeger body. <laughs> I've never written a sexy Jaeger body before. That's yeah. exciting. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's really good. I I I feel like. I feel like, I well, kind of okay. So, kind of go behind the scenes, but not in spoiler territory. Um, one hundred and four is uh, is a Gibson centric episode, mm-hmm. and it's so, called Under the Bridge, and it's written by uh, staff writers uh, Michael Austin Gulick and um, Sean Gantworker. Yeah, and great work. And um, and so we were doing the one hundred and four reading, and you know, there's a lot of Chris O'Connor who plays Gibson in that, and hearing Chris. Being Gibson, and it was like, wow! I didn't. I've been. I've been writing him as this character on and off again. To be fair, for like five years, mm-hmm. um, even more than that, actually. Yeah, it's, no, I've been. I've been writing Chris O'Connor as Gibson since two thousand six. Six, yeah. And so hearing him still be Gibson, but this new twenty fifteen Gibson, yeah, to me was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Yeah, because he's still he's he's just he he just is Gibson. Yeah, it's easy. I feel like I feel like one hundred and four because like I I th- I really think the show hits the ground running, and I think I think I'm so proud of the first episode. Oh yeah, one hundred and one's a movie. Yeah, one hundred and one is a movie, and then and then one hundred and two sort of sets up the new world of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like and then one hundred and three is kind of like a new pilot, weirdly. Yeah. Um. And it's great, and it's great. And then 104, I think, is the first episode where everyone's going to listen to it and be like, "Oh, I get what this show is now." This is like this is the show. Yeah, yeah. And but yeah, I and mean, so yeah, so it's like hearing the voice that you always heard as Gibson, but he's better mm-hmm. because like we've become better writers, and and Chris mm-hmm. is more and more and more at home with the role. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, like hearing Morgan as 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 uh, as Mindy now, it's like, oh my god! Like this is this was always Mindy, right? And like you know, yeah, and and you know, hearing like everyone is because their cast is great. Um, but yeah, so it's just becoming a really cool thing, and it's not even real yet. Yeah. So yeah, it'll only hopefully you know because like if if three people love it, that'll be great. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy that the show isn't even out yet, and we have, we have. I mean, look, it's really silly. It's like we're getting fifteen dollars a month from three pe- from three patrons, but like that's so exciting because the show isn't out yet. There's no reason for them to be supporting this show yet. It could suck. Yeah, yeah, it could. It, it won't. But it, won't it could. But it could. Like theoretically. Yeah. That's um, it's 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 that's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. So that thank you, thank, thank you to our three subscribers. Yeah, um, we, I can't wait till you know we're writing it for you. Yeah, 
and you know ma- you know pushing it to January sucked because it felt like such a classic like oh the thing they were talking about you know it's never going to happen right but, and and it felt like a, a classic like oh yeah, yeah it wouldn't be geek my night if they weren't pushing back their release date yeah yeah but we pushed it back so far yeah that like it's going to happen right um right. so yeah so we'll have more stuff come and now i'm really excited about having all this extra you know once we wrap 108 mm-hmm. and and by wrap i mean like record right um cuz but whatever boring stuff but yeah but like <laughs> to have all this time to focus on how do we market the show that'll be exciting yeah very exciting definitely um it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the challenges are for this kind of show cuz i do want to market it um, cause I want it to have a, like a fairly nice premiere, but I also know that the biggest marketing tool is going to be word of mouth, just like the previous show. Yeah. It's like, how do you market welcome the night Vale? Right. Like just, they didn't, just, they just started making it and, like, and Oh, this is good. It happened. Right. And then it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was, I was going to say, how do you, how do you market uh, thrilling adventure? And I was like, Oh, you, with Nathan Fillion. Yes, celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Celebrities. That's Hello. <laughs> Ten I years, am a celebrity. Ten years ago, a lot of people wanted me to play comic book people. Mm. That, uh, those last episodes made me cry. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. The last episode of, um, sorry, I just, I'm, uh, my, you know, I don't do this a lot, but relationship goals for me <sighs> is always going to be Frank and Sadie Doyle. Oh, my God. You're not kidding. Um, and so that last episode <sighs> that was just about their relationship. Did you, did you, it was so good, but did, did you, I, I, I loved that last episode for them. Um, but did you, did you listen to the Sparks Nevada series finale? Not yet. Oh God. Are you caught up on Sparks Nevada? No. Oh, okay. Um, the last episode is a wedding episode. Oh, is it, wait, is it, is it Croach and Felicia Day as the door? No. Okay. Never mind. No, no. No. Wow, you're way behind. Okay. I know, I know. Um <laughs> no, no, it's uh it's Sparks Sparks has a girlfriend, um, played by um uh Cora. What's her name? Oh, Janet Varney. Yeah, Janet Varney. Um so he's had like a girlfriend for like the past year on the show. Um and he got he gets married to her and there's like this great moment where he makes all these people his best man because he's just like He's just like, oh, I, can't, I can't I can't, pick my best man. I got all these men in my life, and they're all the best, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, you're my best man. You're my best man. And Croach is, like, really upset because he hasn't been asked to be his best man, um, <laughs> or at least one of them. Yeah. And he's really upset and being, like, super passive-aggressive-y and Croachy. Yeah. And when he when he finally calls him out on it, like, uh, Sparks Nevada goes, oh, Croach, you're not my best man. You're my best friend. Oh, shit. And I fucking I'm like bawling at work. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh god. So good. Such a great thing they did. Yeah, it was. Ten years of that show. Ten man. years. But yeah, I mean that's so that's the reason that I that I love um Pat Brewster. Oh yeah, me too. Absolutely. I I wanna I wanna cast her in all of the things. Yeah. I love her so much. Are are you watching another period? No, but I want to. It's good. It's all on Hulu, but she's great, and her character is like ten percent Sadie Doyle, 
Oh, that's fun. Like, it's like 80% its own thing, but there's like every once in a while, there's a little bit of Sadie Doyle in there, and I'm like, oh, God, that's so awesome. You know, you know, there are some bits on those on those Thrilling Adventure Hour shows, like like all of the other ones are really annoying because um, they're they're super repetitive because it's no. like it's like they just pull out like the the here's how I make a capture laser beam episode map and they just it's like a Mad Libs. Yeah. Um, capture laser beam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> capture laser beam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's that's. We Kevin both, Lazenbeam. Kevin Lazenbeam. We both know who that is. Uh, um, so, so, uh, <laughs> so, so all the other ones are really repetitive, but yeah. then like Sparks Nevada and, and, um, and Beyond Belief both Beyond have like some repetitive things, you know, like, yeah. like Beyond Belief has that thing where it's just like, they're, they're constantly talking about drinking and then they clink their glasses. Clink. Like we don't want to go on the adventure, but we have to. Yeah. 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 Or the or the door gag where yeah. they just they don't want to answer the door, um. So like those those are like those are fine. Like they they get sometimes they're not great and sometimes they're really funny. But the one thing that that show constantly does the one joke <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard every single time is when Sadie gets really excited about a thing and she like lists stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Or would she list baseball players? Like in the in the series finale, when she listed when she listed every monster they ever fought on yeah. the show, <laughs> and it was just like it was just like three minutes of that gag. Oh, oh it was the greatest thing! Oh man! And then like every once in a while, she'll get she'll she'll mispronounce one of them. Yeah. Or overpronounce it or whatever. Oh, yeah. it's so good. A monster. I don't. I can't do it. I don't know what her accent is. I don't know either. Upper crust. Upper I don't crust. know. Yeah. Yeah. Headliners of the society pages. Um. Uh. You know. You know who I really like is um, not Captain Laserbeam, but um, the Batman one. Oh yeah, I do like uh uh, uh Fathom. What? Yeah. Uh, F- Phil- Philip Fathom. Philip Fathom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip That's- Fathom's really good. Yeah. That's good. One. Yeah, I, that guy. That is funny. Every time they do a Philip Fathom, <laughs> that was really funny. They did a Philip Fathom episode, and it was structured just like a Captain Laser Beam, but because it was a parody of a Captain Laser Beam, it didn't annoy me. <laughs> sure, that's good. And then, um, I'm I, I'm a sucker for um the Amelia Earhart ones, but that's just because I really love Autumn Reeser as Amelia Earhart. Um, I like that, but I don't think that the episodes are very good. Yeah, uh, like I don't think they're very funny, and I and I hate the kraut person. Like sure, yeah. the krauts, like I it just <laughs> like it's just uh, yeah, it it just wears me out. All of the all of the minor ones wear me out. The moonshine holler one wears me out too. <laughs> if anything, <laughs> filling Adventure Hour, I love how they were they just have Autumn Reeser in their pocket, and like yeah, no one knows. Like for some reason, everyone in Hollywood's like, oh yeah, it's uh, Autumn Reeser, but like no, she can do all this stuff. Yeah, Autumn Reeser's badass. Why are you casting her and stuff? I don't know. You know what they should do? They should put Adam Reeser uh, or a- Adam Reeser, <laughs> Autumn Reeser, and J- Jason Doring in a thing together. There we go. Called canceled. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> and like. Lifetime's like, oh, that's right. Fuck. What were we? <laughs> it's just instant. <laughs> hey, we have coming this fall. Canceling on Reeser in canceled. It's, never mind. It's, it's never mind. It's already done. 
It's done. Goodbye. We already have the campaign to save it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, I had this idea for a movie over the summer that I wanted to write for like a day. But it was this idea. Um, it was it was called. Um, oh shit! Who who was um who was in Terminator? Who who played who played uh who played Kyle Reese? Oh, uh, Jay Courtney. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I wanted to call it like Jay Courtney saves the world, and it was like Jay Courtney lives in an apartment with Taylor Kitsch, and um the guy from Tron Legacy. Oh no! And they're just all like, "What the fuck? We were supposed to be the next." big things like what happened and then garrett, like garrett headland yeah 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 garrett headland and then yeah. but they're all just like smoking pot and like just like <laughs> there's a fourth one who's the other one? Oh, sam worthington sam Isn't worthington yeah 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 but so like it's kind of like these aliens come and for some reason it's, it's like galaxy quest but the only movies that they have are jai courtney movies <laughs> and so like you're humanity's greatest hero He's like, what? And so he has to, like, save the world. Can but, we write that as a spec pilot? Because yeah, that yeah. That would be amazing. But, like, he teams up with all of these, like, because, like, there's this weird subculture of the next... that would be, that would be, uh, uh, that would be a spec pilot that, like, people would want to read because it's, it's a perfect spec pilot because he could never get made. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's fucking Jai Courtney, Sam Worthington, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. And Garrett Headland, like in an apartment, smoking weed and playing. No, like, Sam Arkham Worthington Knight. is Sam Worthington is is the, the guy that that the the aliens are there to like. He's Save like, us. oh, this, this guy, yeah, this guy. Wait. This guy, this guy, he's like, he's like conquering our planet. You have to save us. Um, and they bring it down, and they're like, they they meet the emperor, and it's Sam Worthington. They're Fuck like, you! Oh, I always wondered what happened to you. Fuck you! Wait, well, who was the bad guy? <laughs> who was the bad guy in Galaxy Quest? What was his name? I don't know. It was like Xandar, like... something like that. Yeah. Oh my Hello, God. it's me. Worth... He's like, you know, they're making uh, like three more Avatar movies, and Sam Worthington's like, "What? That's a lie. <laughs> you take that back. Avatar Two is a lie. Not without me. I, I... literally, literally, Sam, literally anyone, anyone. can do anything without you. I am Jake Sully. <laughs> oh shit, you remember his name? Yes! I played him! It's <laughs> Courtney's just like I don't I don't I don't remember any of the characters I played. I couldn't tell you who my I think name I was I, I was just in a movie. I think I was like Detective Frisbee or something. <laughs> something I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> John, Jack, Kyle, I don't know. <laughs> I was Gambit. We know Taylor. It shouldn't have been me, Lord! And Channing Tatum is like the best of them. Channing Tatum's like the one that he's like he used to be the he's like their uh, he used to be their fourth. Yeah, he, he moved out. He he made it. He's the only one. Hey Channing, uh, it's me, Jai. Uh, so I'm having this party. Uh, if you want to come, that'd be super cool. And also, if you were making Magic Mike three and you needed somebody in yeah, there, just somebody, uh, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it, it's, it's fine. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I'll see you later. Are you calling Channing again? No. <laughs> it's really sad, dude. Uh, no, we're writing this. Oh God, <laughs> that'd be oh, that's the greatest tech pilot. Oh, I'm on board. Okay, Jack Corey right. saves the world. Well. I guess um, that's not writing this week. Yeah, hey, you fucking got your money's worth, guys. <laughs>
Yeah, we'll be back sooner than later this time. Yeah, we're really going to try yeah. and, and start doing this regularly. Again. Well, I mean, we, we really need to because we need to be marketing the show. Yeah, yeah. So any any little thing that can be out there to do that would be good. So, uh, so yeah, we'll talk to you guys in like uh, a week or two, something like that. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs> Bye. Bye.